Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, crafting, creativity, with a dash of garden, chatting about current interests, and life in my northern town. You can find show notes at mycreativecorner3.com. You can also find all of my social media, how to purchase a virtual cup of coffee, and all events on the website. Please feel free to stop by and leave a comment. I really appreciate everyone who listens. Thanks for stopping by. Welcome to the podcast. We have another beautiful day. I cannot complain about how February was. And March is starting like a lamb. It has been beautiful. February did have the end of the month snowstorm. Like two days, we got a lot of snow, like maybe six inches with 30 mile an hour winds. But right before and right after was warm and sunny again. It's the roller coaster ride that usually doesn't come until later in the year. But I am loving it. Now we don't have any signs yet of any flower bulbs poking through the ground because the ground It's cold and we really haven't had that much sun yet, but I love the fact that the sun is up by eight and it hasn't set until about 6.30. Now, of course, daylight savings time is next week and that'll be a whole nother thing to get used to, but overall, I can't complain about the weather. It's been lovely, absolutely lovely. I've been really on a journey over the last couple of months. Yep, trying to do the January um, resolution of really getting serious about eating healthy and trying to get my blood sugars at a more manageable, controlled level, as my doctor calls it, and trying to do all of the testing to make sure everything is Well, I had a stress test for my heart and that's gone pretty well. We're going to do a follow-up, another test to be sure that the test was as good as what the doctor said. (laughs) Wow, it just gets to be something, doesn't it? Lots of testing, but I will meet my deductible and out-of-pocket spending quick this year. So far, everything looks great, except I need to lose weight, get my blood sugars down to a more controlled level, And that has been my full-time brain power function. Everything for a month to five weeks has been focused on that. And I'll be honest, I really came to the conclusion today that I am totally sick of it. But I have started talking to a dietitian through the Livongo um, benefit and doing meditation and walking. Cardiologist said, do more exercise. So I'm proud to say that I rode twice this last week and I walked around the block. Now, walking is the hardest thing. Why is walking so hard? I can row for about 12 minutes, but a pretty good clip, do a little weightlifting, but endurance is still a problem from long COVID. And then my legs start to ache and I just need to keep moving. He said, do just like anything else in my life, small amounts more often. 
So that has been good news so far. So good. It's just a doing, uh, really focusing on health, which I think is one of those things that you wind up doing more the older that you get. And the good news is I have the ability to do that. I'm not cooking for a big family. My husband and I are both on the same page. So it's been quite good. I will say I don't like logging all of my food just because it takes time and I would rather quilt or stitch, but it's only a few minutes. So I'm really, really working on keeping faithful to the plan. And so far I'm down eight pounds. Woohoo! Eight pounds is a good start and I'll take it. So the exercise is coming along, healthy eating. I've just, just talked about that. Gardening, not quite ready. I don't usually sprout seeds early for the garden, but what I have been doing is adding to my indoor fairy garden. So last month, if you remember, I grouped all of my plants on one card table in a room that I can see straight across into from my chair in the living room where I stitch, watch TV, spend a lot of my time so I can see all of the plants. The way my house is and as cold as it gets, they need to be grouped together. I have them in a west window. The south window, just that room isn't stable enough in temperature and plants don't do well there all year. So I thought, wouldn't it be fun to make it an indoor fairy garden while I'm trying to reorganize my thoughts and how I'm going to do something in my outdoor fairy garden area. It's going to be different because, you know, all my stuff got old and faded and it's time to change it up. But the indoor fairy garden last month, I bought a little LED battery operated string of lights that are mushrooms. And this month I bought a few fairy garden pieces from the dollar store. I found a cute little house that says welcome and some tiny little gnomes that go with the dragon and the angel that I have. And I found a couple of other things with uh, a little archway with a door and so they're all nestled in some of the larger plants and making a fun little fairy garden in the plants that I have. It's going to be an ongoing process and as I get inspired and get better at it um, I'll keep adding to it. I've had some ideas that I haven't been able to follow through on yet like maybe needle felting a couple of figures and things like that but it's looking good the plants responded well to the fertilizer and i'll have to say i downloaded an app which is nice i'm not paying for it it's on my phone called planta and it does have a lot of information like when you should be watering your plants and information about their care sunlight fertilizing. It'll even remind you on the free app of what it is um, you want to do like fertilize or certain plants need watering or we repotting. You can put all of that kind of stuff in the free version. I don't know that I would need the plant identifier, um, but there is a paid version part. There's even a part that has a stethoscope. What to do when your plant is not doing well? and um, boy I look at the sick plants and like 
Some are wilting and brown, some are yellow leaves, and it goes, oh, what's this? is it this problem? Is it that problem? <laughs> you can click Diagnose Health. Now that part, if you get into real deep diagnosing of plants, is part of the paid app, which is $37 a year. But why do that when I have Google as my friend? So the next part I want to talk about, has the last two months been annoying to you? It's been a series of annoying things. To get on the Livongo app was hours of my life, and I talked about that on my last podcast. I needed to do some updating and rearranging of some funds in my retirement account. That turned out to be a big circus and my banking information couldn't be directly done on the website and all the app and all the people and all the payroll and everybody goes, you should just be able to do it online. I said, I tried. It won't work. So I called customer service for the hundredth time and they said, oh, it's because you have a credit union and credit unions don't work online. So I had to manually submit all of the stuff so I could have money shifted and moved. And oh, you know, what a royal pain. That happened on the heels of the same problem with the Livongo, if you remember. My health insurance changed and there was a big circus of they couldn't find our insurance. And did I really have it? And did it really exist? And they couldn't find my name and email. You know, so I'm, I'm a little stressed by now. Well, this week at work, as I work in a, I'm a nurse in a, in a clinic and all of our scripts to one particular pharmacy started to not go through. And yes, they were part of the cyber attack that happened in the Midwest. I don't know um, if you had some of this, but several pharmacies got hit and so did parts of United Healthcare, making it difficult. They cannot download any of the e-prescribed prescriptions that our clinicians sent. So we're having to do them via telephone, which is like hearkening back to the 90s. But we have no person in our office to sign paper scripts. And there are certain scripts that have to have what's called the wet signature on it. Some scripts don't, but some scripts do because they're controlled. So it's been a little bit of weirdness in the air. I thought that would end with February, but no, it keeps hanging over. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like unusual things. Overall, you know, the work itself has settled down. I mean, there was kind of a rush in February with crises and problems and unusual things, but that part has settled down. And the other part of the big annoyance that I have been, so this is me venting about my life in general, is during all of that, I tripped on the mat that your office chair sits on at the office. You know, one of those clear ones that sits on carpeting so that your chair easily rolls through the carpet. And then I dropped my phone. Now I have a Samsung Galaxy 22 and it's one of those big ones. It has a beveled or curved edge. Don't ever buy a curved edge phone. This is the second screen I broke because that curved edge can't be covered by the protector that you case that you buy the protective case and it cracked on the corner of my desk. The screen kind of works but the touch on it's getting bad and there's it's turning green in the lower half so i have insurance 
Yes, you guessed it. There's nothing straightforward with the insurance. They don't make parts anymore for the phone, so you can't get the screen replacement. So I had to rescind that claim and start a new claim for um, phone replacement. Well, sure, we have replacement phones. We can send them to you. Another two weeks go by. Nope, we sure don't have any more. So I call them and call them and call them <laughs> because you can't get anywhere online and no one understands what I'm talking about when I say you don't have a phone for me. So I negotiated with them on a payment for my phone so I can pay my old phone off and go get a new phone. The check showed up. Yeah, they gave me a check, not a direct deposit. And there was no information in my 10 days that I have to return the old phone to them. You guessed it emails, website, phone calls, chatbots. Everyone goes, well, just return your old phone in the box. The new phone came in. I did not get a new phone. I said, I got a check. I got a payout money. Finally, I got somebody who understood with Verizon. They connected me with the insurance and they are sending me a label. So hopefully... This will all be settled by Monday. I have Monday off from work and my plan is to go to the store and go back to my favorite phone, which is the Google Pixel 8 is the new model. It is a flat screen and I hope all of this financial business with the check has cleared the bank and that I can easily pick up a phone, transfer my data, get the label and I hope to conclude it on a high note that it will be sent on time and all will be well. But you know, the label hasn't showed up yet. We'll see when it gets here. I'll probably have to get a box. <sighs> I'm telling you. Things are supposed to be easier, you know, with the internet and I'm pretty tech savvy, but I'm not, you know, a genius when it comes to it. But just trying to access your account and the privacy, levels of privacy are great so you don't get hacked. But that's hard every time you talk to people about accounts and then you start talking banking and oh boy, it was a lot in your insurance company. You know, all of that business was ridiculous. And I hope I've put that to bed for the rest of the year because I think I think we've got all of that business taken care of and fingers crossed um, I won't drop and break a new phone anytime soon. So I have had um, most of my weekends at home since Christmas, but last weekend we were able to go and see our son downstate and we went and saw a play at <clears throat> excuse me, a community college where one of his friends was the lead. And it was a play called Alice by Heart. And what it is, is set in World War II. It's a one scene play, and it's 90 minutes. And in the scene they're in, supposed to be in the subway system of London during World War II. And there's a bunch of people children, young people, wounded soldiers, hospital staff, and they all were struggling with coping with the war. And the main character, Alice, coped 
by everybody being in a character in Wonderland. And it was really a great play. The people in it did such a wonderful job. It was really well done. The tickets were only $15. I mean, what can you do for $15? It was the best value for entertainment. I have spent that way more than that for less entertainment. Bravo to the people in the play. It was very well done. So um, our son is in another play. So we'll go down in the spring. It's a Gilbert and Sullivan play. I'm not familiar with Gilbert and Sullivan, to be honest. It's an operetta. It's going to be super fun. And he's in the chorus for that. So he's been trying out for more plays. And it, it's been super fun to um, watch the different things that your adult children are doing. It's, it's been fun. So we had a great time, went out to eat, found some really cool, healthy restaurants. One is a low-carb, gluten-free restaurant, and it was great. It was in Holland. It's called the Low Carb Diner, I believe. And then, of course, we ate at Anna's house, which is my favorite. It's a breakfast place, but they have a lot of vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free options, too. So we had a nice weekend. It was a great change of pace. And this weekend, I just took Monday off randomly just to kind of have a break midwinter before our vacation. And our vacation is going to be the week after Easter. And we're going to go see the grandchildren. And I, we're driving. So we're hoping to take a bunch of things that my daughter has at the this house, like her wedding dress and prom dress, I got to find the wedding dress. My long arm sits in front of two built-in closets that I think have all of wedding things from her wedding stored in it. Oh, wish me luck. We may have to move the long arm frame just to get back there and get it out. And I that's just part of progress that I'm really making um, slow but sure progress on the project of really thinning down what we have in this house. So anyway, last weekend was lovely. And this weekend we came back to, you know, an unusual work week. And I'm looking forward to a four day week next week. So with all of that going on, I have to say I'm pretty excited about um, some of the things that I have wrapped up or gotten to a certain point on. So let's start with cross stitch. I got the Happy Haunting free cross stitch pattern. And now remember, I am stitching it on a 14 count Ada that was hand dyed a pistachio that I bought at Fat Quarter Shop. And I'm using DMC floss. And this is the full moon that says Happy Haunting in front of it. And in each corner of this cross stitch has um, different spooky Halloween elements. And I had already cross-stitched the tombstone and a bat and a pumpkin was this month. And then I wrapped it up with the cat in the final lower corner. But the full moon is left and it's a whole bunch of oranges, a light orange and a dark orange and a couple of stars in the sky. And I thought, you know what? This would be a great thing to stitch in the fall when I'm in the mood to get the Halloween things and oranges. So I have it all finished except for the full moon 
and a couple stars. So I'm putting that back in the project bag to get back out in the fall. Then what I have decided to work on next is Lori Holt's stitch cards and it's set N, I believe. It has the gnome and a flower. It's real spring-like and I'm going to start that one up. And I have stalled out on the stitching along uh, 24 and 24. I'm behind two all of February's cross stitch. Um, they're little quilt blocks. One was a heart and one's a Jacob's Ladder. So I'm going to work on that also. I just need to like, I get myself going on these things and then I'm like, man, I should have not committed to doing this as both the quilting part of the stitch 24 and 24 and the cross stitch. But you know, I tend to overload myself with these things. But who says that you have to do it all in one go? Now on the stitch cards, I haven't decided if I'm going to do it in a block of the four in a two by two setting or doing a long skinny um, in a row type of setting because I did buy a paddle and I got it painted and now I'm working on fully finishing the stitchy stars and the only one I have done, I thought I did two, but it's, the only one I've done is the Christmas one. And so I want to find some magnets at Hobby Lobby. And that's my, I want to go yet today. The really strong ones and glue them on the long, thin wooden paddle. And then I will have washers on the finished cross stitch so you can change it out. Now, I do believe the stitch card set N is the same stitch count wide as the stitchy stars. If not, they're close. And I think it'll be a great place to switch out um, a lot of these long skinny strip type of things. So lots of fun things at Hobby Lobby for finishing cross stitch. I watched Kimberly Jolly's, um, it's the live, um, it's FQX, which is a fat quarter shop floss tube. And they show a lot of great finishing ideas with things you can just pick up. And I happen to have a Hobby Lobby again. It opened up after being destroyed in the tornado in 2022. Yeah, it took almost two years to get it rebuilt. But it's bigger and new and shiny. And all excited because it's just nice to have a craft store that you can pop in for little things like magnets or even um, cross stitch cloth or DMC floss, you know, things like that. I typically go to the quilt shop for my fabric, but once in a while you can find something for a back or their batting is, you know, they have a lot of um, Mormon natural and they have hobs, which I've used. And I'm, in fact, I'm going to talk about that next. So I have been really working on, um, ending that happy haunting at a good spot and now I'm getting ready to start the stitch card set N that um, is a Lori Holt pattern and I am wrapping up the fully finished part of the stitchy stars and it's in the Christmas 
colorway. I really like that Stitchy Stars, um, both the cross stitch as well as the quilt pattern. Now I had a problem with the quilt pattern, so I'm going to rethink um, engineering a couple of them, but I really do like, like them a lot. Just stars. I love stars. The quilt stars, geometric stars, and cross stitch. So um, I'm going to really think hard about how to do them. Kimberly Jolly um, was really inspiring to me the other day on her weekly quilting live stream. And she said she really doesn't do a lot of alternate methods on putting things together. She engineers it in her own head after looking at the pattern and the cutting instructions. And she makes a lot of pieces oversized and cuts them down. She uses her triangle papers that they sell at the stop as shop as well as her um, paper piecing pads that are like diamond or square on a square and flying geese and her triangles on a roll. And, and I get it because I got really stuck in some patterns um, in books because people think differently than I do. And sometimes you just need to take time to do it the way it makes sense to you. And I really have a lot of the triangles on a roll and thangles and um, I didn't buy them. These are something that I inherited. And I'm like, you know, I really could use these up in many of these star patterns where I get bogged down and the points don't match and I get really frustrated. I know I get frustrated. Can you imagine? <laughs> so quilts, what have I been working on? I finished the Petite Four top in the six inch blocks. Woohoo! Let's hear it. Yes, I finished it. And that is my January um, quilt. It wound up being about, so it's 46, about 48 inches square. And I really love that blue and white so much. So I'm going to try to get it quilted. And um, I'm thinking about the possibility of trying to see if it can make the AQS show. It's really a cute quilt and I'm pretty clever with using the paper piecing pads. And remember it has a snail trail, courthouse step, log cabin, pineapple blocks, six inch paper pieced. Loved it. And now when I put it together, I didn't like the way they had the snail trail quilt, um, blocks oriented. So I twisted them and I got a couple of opinions from people on my Facebook group. No, it was my feed. And an artist gave me a good idea and I rotated them a different way and I liked it a lot better. And I think I'm just going to do a simple all over swirl pattern that I like to do and keep it simple because the blue and white just really striking. It really is. I love the blue and white combo. The next quilt that I finished was, I was really struggling with trying to make a quilt for my husband has a co-worker that he wanted to give a quilt for their first baby. And I found some nine patches that was, are they nine patches? I don't know. I think they're more like um, 16 patches but I didn't like how the coloring it's like um, burgundies and greens and I think 
they look great together, but not for a baby. So I dug through my orphan blocks and my UFOs and I found a Amish block of the month that I did. It's a black background with solid, bright, jewel tone colored stars. It's 12 blocks and I put a two and a half inch sashing on it and a border that's two and a half. It's a good size for a crib quilt and it's black. So I'm thinking um, the last couple quilts I gave away had white backgrounds and the moms were afraid to use the quilts because the baby might get it dirty. So I thought, you know what? Uh, this is for a little boy. Um, the black background with the super bright colors. I mean, they're saturated Kona colors. They're really beautiful. I put a gray back um, backing. I prepped the backing for both of them today. I found a wide back. It was so easy. Just measure and now I'll get that put on the long arm when I'm done poking around in the closet behind the long arm <laughs> looking for that wedding dress that I talked about earlier. And I was really happy with it. So I will have both of these quilts done hopefully this month. They are not big and I'm going to do a simple long arming and I'm thrilled. So I did get some Hobbs batting at Hobby Lobby. Um, a twin size for 15 bucks, not too bad. That way it's a little bit lighter, a little bit more loft on it, and it won't be, it'll be a just right quilt, not too heavy or dense. I'm still doing the February, I think it's Love Notes. It's a free pattern that um, Fat Quarter Shop had for my door banner that I wanted to do a monthly themed one. It's not big at all. It's 20 by 24. I should get that done this month when I'm done long arming. If not, it'll be the next thing I piece. And I'm also going to use the next theme with St. Patrick's Day. And Stash Bandit has a great pattern for clovers. And it's this little scrappy um, quilt um, for perfect for a door wall hanging and it's a free complimentary pattern on her website which is stash bandit and I got to see what the stash bandit.net so it's called lucky shamrocks complimentary pattern so I really like it and I'm going to I'm not sure I'm going to put it on point, but I really, really like it. And it's also so cleverly easy. And all the different shades of green that I have in this stash would look perfect. So I'm going to do that. So thank you, Diane, for your complimentary pattern. And I'm going to work on that this month. The quilt along. The 24 and 24 quilt along, I actually did February's blocks today, which was a heart. Why are hearts so easy yet so hard to get all the points to match up, especially in the top center where your pieces come together? Mine didn't and two flying geese components, they didn't quite come together perfectly and I'm, I've I am letting go of perfection. And I love a quote I recently saw by one of my favorite self-help authors and speakers, Brené Brown. She says, um, 
I used to be a perfectionist and I'm working on being a good enoughist. I love that. Uh, so it's good enough because this is just a practice sampler and um, so good enough. It's good enough. I, I have the four blocks done. Now I have March. In the March first block is a O Susanna classic block. And the center is a square and a square. And the rest of it's super easy. So I'll be able to knock that out um, hopefully by the end of the month, you know. <laughs> I just have so many projects that you want to do. And keeping up with the quilt along is like bugs me when I get behind but it's like you know nobody says you have to have it done on time I finished the petite four early so I'm pretty excited about that of course I did cheat they did a piece back for the petite four with the sparkle stars and it's a beautiful um very heavily pieced block and I'm not doing a whole bunch of those and piece them for the back no thank you if I do a sparkle star, it'll be for a little quilt or for a future, I don't know, they um, showed a finished pillow with it on Fat Quarter Shop, so that was super cool. So those are my quilting plans and ideas um, of what I'm currently working on, what I'm wrapping up. And then the last thing I'm saying is I've been knitting and I'm making great progress on the wrap that I talked about that I started. Um, I talked about it last podcast. What is it called? Wrap Me Up, I think, by Knititude is the name of the pattern. And it's easy and so, so adaptable for any size. You just make it longer or shorter and it crisscrosses. So you want to make it really big and long so it comfortably crisscrosses around you either in the front or in the back depending on how you want to style this and it has a ribbed like 14 16 inch rib for your arm so it will stay on your body and it will help secure the shawl wrap part and if you have a shawl pin you can even pin the crisscross in the front and it won't be flopping around so I'm pretty excited about it I'm on my third ball of yarn this is going ever so much faster than that elementary wrap and I've worn my elementary wrap at work a few times so that elementary wrap I picked the wrong you should never knit a wrap on straight metal needles antiquers and, and so I bought some beautiful bamboo um, circular needles and that's oh my gosh I feel like this is knitting itself I have been getting some idea about wanting to knit socks but I don't know I have really big feet and I need a big sock and um, the yarn for it is so so expensive for a pair of socks that I might trash in a short period of time let me go get two books that I got sent to me to preview and I'd like to talk about them. So the Laudner Publishing Company sent me two books of my choice to look at and review for you. And the first one is by Sally Ann Harrison. It's called Elevate Your Scrap Sewing Projects, 20 Plus Beautiful Techniques Using Your Fabric Stash. They are not all quilts 
So that was what makes this book interesting is that if you're looking for some projects that are not necessarily quilts, some are quilted, this one is a mini quilt. It's called Basket Weave. But a lot of them are dimensional and a lot of them have uh, weaving, unusual techniques in them. There were a lot of bags that you could make, you know, for pouches and bags. There is a cute little drawstring circular bag. I made one of those with Minky Kim's. Now this one, Minky Kim's pattern is amazing. This one is unusual because it's got a very unusual folded and twisted detail. There's another pillow, they call it a summer cushion, that's like an elongated cathedral window. It's really quite stunning. And the book has a, lot, a woven cork pouch. So lots of great ideas. There is one um, quilt block in here that I really like. However, it is curved piecing using a drunkard's path. And they put it together to make a large flower and then they have it all come together in this really pretty meadow flower looking um, quilt. Really, it's very attractive. She calls it Sally Ann Flower Quilt. And of course, it's so attractive because it has Liberty by Lon Liberty London fabric in it. Oh, 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 so gorgeous with Tanalon. So I'm going to assume, Sally Ann, that you are from somewhere in the UK. So the problem with, you know, Drunkard's Path is that it is a template quilt. But the one thing that Sally Ann did is that she applied a circle in the center to make it a little more um, uniform in the middle. Of course, she hand sewed pearls on it. So this has really got some great and unusual quilting ideas and um, pouches and bags, all kinds of fun things. There are 20 plus beautiful projects in here and um, it is well worth the money. I think it's $19.99 in the U.S. Now the next book is one that I am going to use soon because I really love this Shashiko and Boro Stitching. It's a pocket guide written by Pepper Corey. And in it has lots of different um, ideas of how you do this type of hand stitching. It looks like, you know, Shashiko and Boro Stitching are hand stitching a straight stitch in a repetitive pattern. I mean, it looks like um, most of the traditional way of doing it is a indigo fabric with a gray or white thread. But she has this great way of putting things together and layering almost like a collage on a scarf and doing a quilt that it's just really really pretty where she layered and I really like this slow stitching collage 
of fabric collages, which I found in a group on Facebook that I talked about. But Peppercory does a great job in this book of showing all kinds of designs, linear shishiko designs, curved shishiko designs, how to market on your, on your project. And this is a lovely little book. And it's literally the size of an, uh, a little bit bigger than an index card. And it's 850. And I could see popping that in your to-go bag, in your project bag. And I really want to do some of these projects really, really bad. And I love this look of layering scrap fabrics on top of each other in a collage. It goes right into that mixed media stuff that I've been trying to do. So you can do it with the edges raw or you can do it I think where the edges are pressed underneath. Overall this is a beautiful book too and I'm going to put this to work. I really want to try my hand at this. and I still have a panel of Shashiko stitches and I think that panel you use um, like pearl cotton or a couple of embroidery floss threads to achieve the look. Kind of like a big stitch look on a quilt. But man, I love it. Sometimes I've seen people do this slow stitching with the kind of making like little miniature works of art, doing embroidery stitches on it and using um, bits of trim and making different kind of collage pieces and appliquing it on projects. But I love the idea of um, making little blocks or purses or even just a little book, like a little journal. Wouldn't that be fun? So many ideas, man. I am just like feeling like I need more of a like a 36 hour day than 24 hours. So I want to thank the publishing company uh, to, of sending these books to me. They're absolutely lovely. The Landauer, L-A-N-D-A-U-E-R, and I may have mispronounced that earlier. And you can um, find these wherever you buy your quilting books. And they're really well done. The nice paper, great photos, nicely done. So that about wraps up this week's podcast and I've been keeping busy. I've been being healthy. I've been soaking up some sunshine and letting the stink of winter get blown off me as my grandma used to say. <laughs> you get in the house too much. I'm telling you what, the end of winter, you get a little bit stir crazy. Um, and it was lovely to get out. And I'm really looking forward to going to see the tulips bloom in Holland. Um, that's usually the first part of May. And I'm hoping that it doesn't get too warm too fast in the tulips peak before their festival. But that is a fun trip. Um, I think the play for... Uh, the Gilbert and Sullivan is that weekend too. So like we can go down and watch the play. Then we can go see the, the Tulip Festival. It'll be super fun. So I want to say thank you for listening. And if you would like to read the show notes or leave me a comment, that's at mycreativecorner3.com.
com. And you could always support the podcast by sharing with a friend, leaving a comment, or you could even buy me a virtual cup of coffee at ko-fi.com. Or there's a link on the website too. And I love all of the people who have purchased me a virtual cup of coffee. Thank you, Diane and Barb and Gail. All of the people have been supporting me. Um, Overall, I have had the best time um, recording this podcast today. And I hope that you haven't had as many weird and strange things happen to you in your life as I have recently. So have a great week and I will see you next time. Quilt on everyone.